This week on our Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews, I'll be reviewing She-Hulk Episode 3. And yes, we're going to talk about that scene. And I'm also going to be reviewing the 2000s sports drama, Remember the Titans. All this and more on our Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews. Hi, there's my new favorite client. Just, just your signature there. And then just initial. Boom, boom, boom. Good. And initials up here. He almost hasted that. Num, 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 eat it up. Four play, okay, three, two, one. You know I'm the hottest. You ain't never gotta heat me up. I'm oh, you are way more fun than my last lawyer. I will kill for you, Megan Thee Stallion. Dial it back. Welcome to our Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews, episode 117. Uh, As you heard up there, you heard a clip from episode 3 of She-Hulk. We're going to get into that. We are going to talk about that scene. Don't worry. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. Um, I'm going to give my thoughts about what I thought about that scene. Um, But... Let's 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 talk about let's just talk about the the things that stand out about this episode here. Uh, first of all, like I think I I think I pretty much gave some glowing reviews because uh, I, re- I I reviewed episode one and episode two together uh, last week. I didn't I didn't think it was I didn't think it was bad, you know. You know like the first the, like those first two episodes were really just uh, set up, you know, like they were like set up for the show, you know. Uh, they were quick with the origin story of how uh, Jen Jen Walters got her powers. Um, like they that like the second the second episode was her getting adjusted to being She Hulk. You know, uh, now she's She Hulk. You know, <laughs> now she's She Hulk. She's adjusted. Um. She's she's got a new job. She's she's a, she's a, she's a, she works for the superhero law firm, whatever the fuck. I forgot what it's called. But I forgot exactly what it's called, but because like it's in her comic book too. It's in the She Hulk comics. It's in the Marvel universe. Uh, but I forget what it's called, like the superhero defense law firm, whatever the fuck it's called. I forgot what it's called, but uh, <laughs> so fucking sue me. But um, no pun intended. But um. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, but like she's got it. Like I said, she's got a new job. She's 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 adjusted to being She-Hulk. Everyone knows she's She-Hulk. She's a fucking celebrity. Uh, yeah, like all the all the all the media outlets want a piece of the She-Hulk, you know. And I like that. I like that. Um, I like that. Uh, part of the uh, part of the show. I like that element of that show that. She's like she's not just a superhero. She's a celebrity, you know, because <laughs> like they don't treat because like they really don't treat the other superheroes like celebrities, you know. Like uh, the the closest one that they treated like a celebrity was Tony Stark. Like Tony Stark was the only like superhero that they treated like a celebrity because he was like super rich. He was a billionaire. He was pretty much Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. You know, like he's pretty much those guys, 
where like everybody wants to be in there live everybody wants to know what they're doing he's pretty much like all these pretty much he was pretty much those guys but um you know but like he was the only one that they treated like that they didn't treat steve rogers that way <laughs> you know <laughs> they didn't treat thor that way they didn't they didn't treat like uh they didn't treat uh they don't treat bruce that way you know <laughs> bruce banner they treat him like public enemy number one, you know, like he's a, like he's a fucking creature to them because he's the Hulk. Um, they, shit, uh, they didn't even treat, well, we didn't get this, we're not going to get the chance to see T'Challa treated that way because, uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away and they won't recast fucking T'Challa, you know, which I still think is the dumbest thing that Marvel Studios has ever fucking done. But, um, anyway, I'm not gonna get into that. Um, I'm not gonna get into that. See, I have my gripes with the MCU as well. But, uh, like, we all have some gripe with the MCU. But, anyway, um, yeah, but they don't treat any of the other superheroes like that. Like, Sam Wilson can't get a fucking loan. You know? (laughs) I still can't get over that shit. This motherfucker tried to get a loan. And they wouldn't give it to him. And he's like, yo, bro, I'm a fucking Avenger. I, I saved y'all from from Thanos. What the I can't get a I can't get a loan, nigga. <laughs> you know what like, you know, like he's he, I still can't I still can't get over that shit. But yeah, man, I like the fact that um I like the fact that they treat uh She-Hulk like a celebrity. She's on all these like tabloid shows. Like she's on like these shows, like all these TMZ shows, and like these these like these shows like Pop, like Pop Sugar and Bossup and all, you know like you know all the little fucking like uh, all the little fucking uh, tabloid websites and shit. Like she's on all those type of fucking shows, and uh, it's fucking hilarious to me because like I like the, I like the interview that she had and then. <laughs> I like the interview that she had with like the one of the one of the tabloid shows, and he was talking about She Hulk talks about her dieting and exercise habits, and she's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was hilarious, but uh, but like I said, I'm loving this fucking show, man. I'm just loving this show. Like this this show gives me more hope for the MCU. Really, like this is the one that re reinvigorates this is the reinvigorated this is what i want to say this is the show that reinvigorated my love for the mcu uh so far because um i i ain't gonna lie it's been a little lacking i'm like i've 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 felt a little i felt a little uh phase four fatigue you know like i didn't like i said didn't really care for dr strange uh multiverse of madness uh moon knight kind of lacked you know and that's a character that i like and I was kind of like, eh, the show's not that good. Uh, like I said, Miss Marvel didn't uh, pique my interest. And that's another character that I like. I like Moon Knight and I like Miss Marvel. And those shows really were lacking for me. Uh, I haven't liked it. Like, uh, like I said, Loki was lacking for me. I didn't really care for Loki. Um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye wasn't that good. You know, like when I come look at it, like it had a couple of good episodes, but um, like for the mo- for the bulk of it, I didn't really care for Hawkeye. Um, the I haven't really really enjoyed 
a Marvel, anything Marvel, anything Marvel since like Spider Man No Way Home. You know, I like Captain, I like, uh, I almost called him Captain Falcon. <laughs> I almost called him Captain Falcon. I liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I like that. That show was pretty good. Uh, but when it comes to Marvel shows, I haven't liked anything since Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That was the last show that piqued my interest and got me excited. Um, the last movie I really enjoyed was uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I like Thor Love and Thunder. I don't think Thor Love and Thunder is that bad, but it's not the best Marvel movie, but I, I'm not complaining about it like everybody is. Like, oh, it's just, it's just a bunch of ha-ha jokes. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing that. You know? <laughs> but when it comes to a solid movie, the, the last solid thing that Marvel made, Spider-Man No Way Home. You know, like, that's the last thing I like. Like, completely. But, um... But, yeah, but She-Hulk is the next thing. I, I'm enjoying She-Hulk. You know, like I said, like, the, fir- like the first two episodes were just set up. I'm cool with that. This episode really threw you into her world. You know, I loved everything about it. Like, this, 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 this piqued my interest for this show. Uh, cause I was expecting not to like it. I was expecting not to like this show. Uh, and I love the fuck out of this show so far. <laughs> you know, like, I love the fuck out of this show. Um, I just, I love the comedy. Like, the comedy's good. Uh, the, uh, the, the, just Tatiana Mislani is just great as Jennifer Walters. She's great as She-Hulk. She has great comic timing. You know, I like that. Um, I like the, uh, I like the breaking of the fourth wall. I like, I like when she, um, because Wong is on this episode, uh, uh, Benedict Wong, who plays Wong, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, and, uh, Tim Roth, who play, who plays Abomination, uh, is in this episode as well. Um, I like how she's in her car and, like, she, she's talking about Wong and she said, I know you guys are excited to see Wong, but don't think this is going to be a cameo of the week type of show. And she start running down all the people that already made cameos are about to make cameos on the show. And then she, at the end, she's like, but remember whose show this is. She, you know? I just love that. I love that shit. You know, I, I want to see more Brigham of the Fourth Wall. I think she only did it twice. I want to say in this episode, she only did it two times in this episode. I would love to see more, but I don't, I think you want to do it. I think you don't want to do it to where it's like ran into the ground. So like, it's, it's cool. And I'm going to keep it like that. Cause like, if they keep doing it, keep doing it, it's going to be like, ah, this is kind of getting fucking annoying. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the whole episode is pretty, the whole episode is pretty much her, uh, She's uh, representing Abomination, Emil Blonsky, played by Tim Roth, uh, because like he broke, he broke out of prison. Uh, Wong broke him out of prison. Uh, so like this, um, this takes. So we learn. This is what we learn. We learn that this uh, show takes place during, which I thought, which I thought was, I thought it was right. I think I talked about this on last episode uh, last week. Uh, this show takes place during the events of Shang-Chi. Uh, so 
while this is all this is going on, Shang-Chi's fighting is fighting the Mandarin. <laughs> and that fucking stupid dragon thing that takes me out of the goddamn movie. You know, <laughs> you know, because I was liking that movie. I was really liking that movie until they did that fucking dragon shit. And like, uh, the, the, the thing that kind of took me out because why wasn't that dragon thing thing for me? I know I'm, I'm going off on a tangent now about something else, which I usually do on this on this podcast <laughs> i was just mad because i was kind of mad because that dragon wasn't fing fang foom i was like you got a dragon in the movie and it's not fing fang foom what the fuck is wrong with you bro <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> why would you have a dragon in your movie and it's not fing fang foom you know the most i said the most i think he's the only dragon in the marvel universe you know the most popular dragon i'm about to say i think he's the only dragon in the marvel universe you're like come on man um i was excited because like they were like there's gonna be because like there was toys they would say there was toys they were like there's a dragon toy i was like oh shit fing fang foom and it's not fing fang foom i was like what the fuck but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah man so like the whole time uh jennifer's representing the meal blonsky and all this shit and like all this she-hulk shit's going on shang chi's like fighting the mandarin and getting the ting ten rings and fighting that dragon motherfucker so um so yeah but wong wong is just wong is just amazing you know <laughs> like, like i've always loved i've always loved wong you know, from the first time I saw him in Doctor Strange, I was like, this guy's gonna be an interesting character, and he is, he's an interesting character, he's got, he's got, like, uh, just this dry humor about him, he's like, he's not trying to be funny, but he just is funny, you know, you know, so, <laughs> cause, like, the funny, the thing about him being funny is, like, this is his seriousness, like, he's serious, but it's just, like, there's a dry, there's a dryness, dry humor about him, because like he comes because like he comes to testify for Emil Blonsky and he's just like um yeah I broke him out uh I needed to practice for uh the cage fight or whatever they whatever he was saying and I like when they said um the parole board because um because um this is for this like he testified in in favor for um Emil Blonsky's parole because they're trying to get him out they're trying to get the Jennifer is uh, trying to get him parole so he can get out of prison uh, and join the Thunderbolts. Foreshadowing, uh, you know, <laughs> we all know, we all know, Abomination is gonna be one of the Thunderbolts. Come on now, uh, but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So she's trying to she's trying to get him parole, and the parole board is talking to like us uh, is listening to Wong, and one of the guys on the parole board was like. Hey, um, you know you just committed a crime, right? You know breaking a breaking a felon, a dangerous felon, by the way, breaking a dangerous felon out of prison is uh is a felony offense. And Wong is just like, that's my time to go. Let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was funny. That shit made me laugh so hard. But um, yeah, man. I- I just enjoyed I enjoyed this episode. Um they had um the the wrecking crew shows up at the end. They try to attack Jen. I like how she's like she's like scared at the beginning. 
like she's screaming like because like one of the guys like grabs her from behind and like tries to choke her and she's like oh my god oh my god ah! and then she, she thought she was like wait a minute and then she's like i'm the fucking she-hulk and, and she just like fucking beats the shit out of these dudes <laughs> and she proceeds to whip their ass uh, it was, it was, it was funny. I think there's, they were, like, trying to get her blood or some shit. Cause, like, one of the guys tries to stab her with the needle and her fucking arm bends the needle. It was like, she's that fucking strong. Um, everybody's complaining about the, the look of the Wrecking Crew. Cause, like, I am kind of, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't like the look of the Wrecking Crew too either. But, you know, it's, I guess that's what they're going to do with it. Cause, like, they kind of look like a boy band. You know, <laughs> it was like I was like I'm using like them big, them, them, like them big hulking motherfuckers that's in the comics, but like here they look like a, they look they look like a fucking Amacrombie and Fitch models, but you know, but <laughs> oh, and on, on this uh, on this episode, uh, and everybody's like. The only thing I'm not complaining about is like everybody's talking about oh the the the, the, the record crew were treated like a bunch of lackeys. You know, I'm like, they are a bunch of lackeys. <laughs> like, did you you read the comics? Like they get their asses kicked all the time in the comic books, you know? <laughs> the wrecking crew are kind of a joke. You know? <laughs> you know, like seriously. But um but yeah, like they, they tried to get her blood. They tried to get her blood and like one of the guys like, oh, the boss is not gonna like this, and like everybody's speculating, like, who's the boss? Who's the boss? Uh, there's people coming like, is it Kingpin? There's people uh, speculating, uh, is it is it Doctor Doom? You know, <laughs> like there's people like speculating who the boss is, and uh, uh, I got my speculation. It's a character. That we haven't seen in a long time. That's my speculation. Like, it's a character that we haven't seen in a long time. I think my speculation for who their boss is, I think it's the leader. Who which, which is a character we haven't seen since phase one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think their I think their boss is the leader. Uh, who is the leader is another uh, incredible Hulk and She-Hulk uh, villain. Like they've both fought him in the past. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson played him in uh, the Incredible Hulk movie. Uh, he just played the human version of him, but like uh, Hulk punched him in the. Like, I haven't watched the Incredible Hulk in a long time actually, but like uh, Hulk punched him in the face or some shit, and like his head was like swelling up and shit, and you like. Oh shit, he's the leader. You know, so you know <laughs> like he's the leader. But um I remember going back, I was like, I remember in that incredible Hulk movie where everybody thought cause like uh Bruce Banner was talking, corresponding with somebody that could help him with gamma radiation, and everybody thought it was Reed Richards, and then it turned out to be uh the leader. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, Oh, I thought it was Reed Richards. Like that's how long we've been wanting Reed Richards in the MCU. But uh, and looks and we finally got it. You know, somewhat. We're gonna get it again. So we got that. But anyway, yeah, I think I think I think their boss is the leader. Uh, I I think they're gonna get I think they're gonna get Tim Blake Nelson. 
back. He's gonna be green with the big fucking Mega Mind head. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like so, like we. I think we're gonna get the leader in uh, finally back in the MCU. Um, let's talk about that scene. Everybody's tripping. Uh, not everybody, but a certain section of people are tripping about Megan Thee Stallion guest starring on She-Hulk and She-Hulk twerking with Megan Thee Stallion at the end of the episode, which is like, it was like a mid, it was like a mid-credit scene, you know, like, it's like, it's a mid-credit scene, ain't got nothing to do with the show, you know, I played it at the, I played it at the top of the show, um, I played the audio of it at the top of the show. Uh, well, like, She-Hulk and uh, Megan Thee Stallion are twerking, which, like, that was really, like, Tatiana Mislani. There's actually pictures of uh, Tatiana Mislani in the fucking motion capture shoot suit, like, twerking. You know, like, she was really twerking. And they said she's really damn good. You know what <laughs> Which is funny because she's a little Canadian, uh, what, she's like Jewish? I think she's Jewish, right? She's a little Canadian Jewish girl, you know? <laughs> like, twerking that ass, you know? So, like, I would love to see video of it. There's pictures of it. I got pictures on my Twitter, too. I put, the like, the pictures of, like, Tatiana Mislani twerking. Uh, I got them off of uh, Jamila Jamil, who plays Titina. Titana? I'm never gonna get that name right. Uh, I got it off of her uh, Twitter. Uh, I retweeted it. Uh, like, if you want to see the pictures, you can go to my Twitter at uh, Watched Pod. Uh, just go follow me on Twitter in general. Watched Pod. You know, Watched and Pod Pod. Uh, that's my Twitter. Go follow me over there. Uh, just so you know when episodes are up. Just follow me over there. Um, but yeah, like she actually, she actually worked with Megan the Stallion because like I think the whole reason that Megan the Stallion was actually on the episode is because Tatiana Mislani is a fan of Megan the Stallion so <laughs> so so gotta make your star happy you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so she was so like she she, she was, I think I saw an interview, she was like, she was like, this is the greatest day of my life, <laughs> she was like, <laughs> when she said, she was like, that was the greatest day of my life, to twerk with Megan the Stallion, but, uh, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, that was the only, that was the only reason that Megan the Stallion was on the show, because Tatiana Mislani requested it, like, because she's a big fan, but, uh, you know, so, <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, she was, she was, <laughs> But everybody's tripping about this goddamn scene. Everybody's like, this, this, this is, this is not what the MCU is about. This is, I was like, why they, why they turn uh, She-Hulk into a slut? I was like, She-Hulk's always been kind of a slut, you know? <laughs> She's always been kind of a hoe, you know? <laughs> She-Hulk's kind of a hoe. She's a gamma-radiated hoe, you know? Like, she slept with most of the, she's slept with most of the Marvel Universe, like, half of the Marvel Universe hit that ass, you know, like, Iron Man hit that ass, uh, Wolverine, I think, hit that ass, uh, Thor hit that ass, Deadpool hit that ass, uh, Luke Cage hit that ass, like, uh, there's even, like, a, uh, 
an alternate storyline, I think, in Old Man Logan, where she even fucked her cousin, which I was like, ew, you know, like, you know, the Hulk, you know, I'm like, that's, that's weird, that's sick, but, uh, it's an alternate, it's an alternate story, so, like, it's not canon, so, um, um, the fuck was I saying? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> just thinking about them two fucking cousins fucking his gross. But um, but yeah, um, she was. But yeah, like she's always been sexually liberated and kind of a hoe, you know. Like, and I'm not saying a hoe is a bad thing, you know. Like, I'm like if you want to be a hoe, be a hoe. I ain't gonna judge you. But uh, you know, <laughs> you know. Like, I'm like, I am, I am, I am, I am done, I'm too old for that shit to be judging a woman for her sexual escapades, you know, (laughs) I am too old for that shit, but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, just a lot, just a lot of guys now that, like, just want to be holier than thou now, you know, like, oh my god, ugh, she's, she's a, she's a whore, you know, (laughs) and all this shit, and, uh, they're just coming down on, they're just coming down on this shit. And I think the reason that they're coming down on I me, mean, they really don't like Megan the Stallion. You know, they really don't like Megan the Stallion. Uh, like her being there just irked a lot of people's ass. Um, which I ain't got a problem with the girl. You know, like she's seen I've seen her in interviews. She seems like a sweetheart of a woman. You know, like she seems like a sweet girl. Uh, she's never been in any trouble. I've never heard about her disrespecting anybody. You know, like every time I've seen her in a every time I've seen her in a interview, she's been cordial and nice. You know, like she's 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 college educated, you know, like she she has a she has a bachelor's in science, you know, you know, like she's she's a really smart girl. Um and she's not a bad rapper. I don't like the shit that she rap about. Like it don't it don't relate to me, you know. <laughs> but she's not a bad rapper when like she knows how to string words together, you know, like she's not a bad rapper, you know. Um, but like, if like I don't, so like, I, there's not a lot of bad qualities to that girl, other than the fact that she's twerking all the time, you know, you know, like, you know. But other than that, she seems like a sweet person. But you know, but people just have a problem with her, you know, just because she explores her sexuality, you know, you know, for some reason. I don't like sexuality in women is like intimidating dudes for some reason, and I don't know if it's because they can't get that, they know that they can't fuck Megan Thee Stallion, so they hate Megan Thee Stallion, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know if that's the case, you know, and even like, uh, with, uh, She-Hulk, they know, She-Hulk's a fictional character, so they can't fuck her, but, you know, <laughs> it's a fictional character, but, uh, like, she ain't real, but, uh, but, like, for some reason, like, I think it's a lot of sexual frustration. You know, that's my, that's my answer to why a lot of guys are mad at this. I think it's a lot of sexual frustration. Uh, Jessica that works at jewelry in, at Dillard's won't speak to them, won't fuck them. Uh, and they taking it out on uh on, on, on Megan Thee Stallion and She-Hulk, you know, <laughs> they taking it out on them, it's like, they, 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 they mad because Jessica and Jewelry at work at Dillard's won't, won't fucking, won't fucking talk to them, uh, even though they bought, they bought her Chick-fil-A, they think, 
uh, oh, I'm a nice guy. I bought her Chick-fil-A. She, she's, gonna, uh, she's gonna give me some pussy. No! No! That's not how that works, brother. That's not how that works. Just because you buy, just because you buy a chick something doesn't mean she gonna give you some pussy. You know, like, that's, that's not how that works. That's not how that works, playboy. You know, <laughs> like, you are not old pussy. Okay? You're not old it. Alright? Like, that's not how the world works. Like, there's a lot of guys out here, a lot of the guys that are mad at this shit that think they're entitled to pussy. And that's not how it works, man. You know, get to know the girl, uh, talk to the girl, uh, cause I've been with a, I've been with a bunch of girls, you know, and I've just thrown myself out there, you know, over the years, over the years, like I've been with the same woman for like 15 years, so (laughs) even her. Even her, I was like, I didn't know I was gonna hit that. You know, <laughs> like I didn't know that I was gonna spend 50 years or in a relationship with this woman. You know, I just threw myself out there on the line. You know, like as I always do. You know, like I always do that shit. You know, <laughs> like I always just throw myself out there on the line. You know, like and if the girl doesn't, if the girl doesn't wanna wanna do anything with me, I'm not mad about it. You know, even like, even in high school, beginning of college, when I was in college, I I would be with all these, be with all these girls, talk to all these girls, and sometimes, sometimes something would come out of it, sometimes nothing would come out of it, but I wasn't mad. You know, I was never like, hey, uh, fuck that bitch, you know, (laughs) I was never like that. You know, I was like, ah, she don't, she don't. She don't want to be with me. Okay, it's fine. I'm going to just move on. I know how to take rejection. Okay, I take rejection pretty well. Um, a lot of these guys don't do that. <laughs> a lot of these guys don't take rejection well, which leads to them being mad at Megan Thee Stallion and She-Hulk twerking. Okay? There's nothing else. There's nothing else going on with this other than just sexual frustration that's all it is are we done with this i think we're done with this overall i enjoyed this episode looking forward to what's going on in the future i can't wait I really can't wait for Daredevil. Daredevil's my favorite fucking superhero. So, you know, other than Spider-Man and Black Panther, you know. <laughs> uh, other than Spider-Man and Black Panther, he's my favorite superhero. So, like, I like all the guys that flip around and wear spandex pajamas, you know, for some reason. You know, like, <laughs> those are my guys, you know. Like, if you wear spandex pajamas and you flip around and do kicks and shit, you're my, you're my favorite superhero. But yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm done with this She-Hulk shit. Um, I'll be right back with the Remember... Excuse me. I'll be right back with the Remember the Titans review right after these messages. You smiling. Why are you smiling? Football's fun. You think football is fun? Yes, no. No, certainly. Uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by now. No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Zero fun, sir. All right. 
Coach Boone's school board made the decision to put you on my staff, I did not hire you. Well, I came up here to coach you. I didn't ask to be assigned to your staff, so I guess we're both in a situation we don't want to be in. But I can guarantee you this, Coach. I come to win. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. Get up, boy! Get up! Get up! Get up! We're still weak on the left side. We're not weak on the left side. It's not the problem. What is the problem? I don't need you up on my face all the time. I don't care if you like each other or not, but you will respect each other. I want you to tell me something about one of your teammates. I'm rooming with Blue, sir. He wears those leopard-spotted underwears, bikini style, sir. Okay, maybe somebody who's not your woman. Each one of you will spend time every day with a different teammate. Does the term cruel and unusual punishment mean anything to you? If you lose a game, they'll fire you. One game, just like that. Brother, don't you know me? And your mama went out on the town last night. What did you say? What happened to you? Man, I just gave your mama a piggyback ride, and she weighs twice as much as I do. <laughs> What's going on? We wanted to let you know we was going to warm up a little different tonight. We are the Tigers. We're going to let these people know who's going to win state, right? Right. 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 Greek mythology, the Titans were greater even than the gods. We're going to change the way we run. They ruled their universe with absolute power. We're going to change the way we block. Football feel out there tonight. That's our universe. We're gonna change the way we win. We don't let anything, nothing, come between us. We are team. Remember the Titans from 2000 let's get into the technical this movie was directed by boaz yankin i hope i'm saying that name right boaz yankin the screenplay was written by gregory allen howard the movie had a budget of 30 million dollars and brought in uh 136.8 million dollars at the box office that's pretty damn good uh, the movie also has a uh, Rotten Tomato score of 73%. That is all the technical stuff I could find other than like uh, there's like historical accuracies. Uh, you know, because like this movie is supposed to be based on a true story, you know, but we all know what that is. You know, they, they put that based on a true story uh, thing in front of movies so people can't sue them for slander. It's like, it's what they do um but yeah uh, there's a lot of things in here that they say like oh it's not that's not true or um that didn't quite happen that way you know or there was another person involved in this that that's not even in the movie or and all this stuff you know like you know so they have to put based on a true story you know <laughs> so to to, to 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 clear themselves um I'll probably talk about I'll probably talk about some of those things uh within the review even though I have notes I'm even though I have notes about the movie that have already been like written out um because yes I write notes 
Um, I have notes that have already been written out, and I'll just add stuff in there, you know, uh, just so you'll know. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. I was actually, what, I think I was like either 14 or 15 years old when this movie came out, but I actually remember I saw this in the theater with my mom. You know, <laughs> I saw this in the theater with my mom. Like, my mom uh, wanted to see this movie uh, because, just like any other, uh, just like any other black woman, she liked Denzel Washington. You know, so, like <laughs> any chance she, any chance she could get to see Denzel Washington on the big screen, she took it. Uh, you know, so <laughs> uh, and uh, this, and I went to go see it. And I'm not gonna lie. Um, before this, before this movie, wasn't a big fan of Denzel Washington. Like I know, shocking, right? You know, wasn't a big fan. I always thought he was kind of, always thought he was kind of overrated. <laughs> you know, at one point. And but it was this movie. It was this movie. I might be jumping the gun because I got some. I got some great things to say about Denzel Washington in this movie. Um, but. This movie is the one that made me think, like, damn, this a Washington's a damn good actor, you know. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe it was because I was a kid, you know, like maybe because I was too young to even understand Denzel Washington, you know, in all these movies. But like, I've gone back and watched, as like after that, I went back and watched like a lot of his movies, you know, and I was like, this guy's great, you know, like Philadelphia. Malcolm X, you know, you know, like this guy is. I was like, this guy is amazing. Uh, a soldier story. He's barely in that, but like the little time he's in there, he's great. Um, he, he he did a lot of he did a lot of great, great work, you know. And like this is the movie, and then Training Day is to come after that. After this, you know, Training Day, John Q, which are movies that. I will be reviewing later, you know, um, one, I think is coming soon, I think I got a train, I think I got a training day, uh, review planned, uh, in a couple months, because, you know, uh, November is Oscar month, uh, I I talk about, like, Academy Award winning films, so, uh, I think training day is on that list, so, like, a training day, a training day review is coming soon, I missed out on the, uh, the 20th anniversary of it, but like a year later, uh, a year after the twentieth anniversary is when I'm gonna review Training Day. But uh, yeah, man, I was this made me appreciate. It. I got more, I got more great things to say about Denzel Washington, you know, later. But I just wanted to talk about. I just wanted to mention the fact that before this movie, I wasn't a big fan of his. You know, uh, and this is the movie that actually made me a Denzel fan. Um, but yeah, it, but like, like I said, like. Like I said, I recall liking the movie. Like it was, it was a okay, it was it was a pretty good movie to me. Uh, it had football in it. I like football, so you know, <laughs> I like it's not. I like it's not one of my favorite movies, but like it holds my attention. Yeah, you know, like it's like it. It was very pedestrian movie for me as a teenager. It was like I don't hate it, but like I don't love it. You know, like it wasn't the it wasn't a movie that I loved, but like if it's on, I'll watch it. You know, you know, like if it's just if it just happens to be on, I'll watch it. 
you know, I'm not just gonna, I'm not gonna be like, uh, cause like if it was like, cause I think it used to come on like TNT all the time back in the day. <laughs> I'd be flipping through the channel like, oh shit, remember when the Titans is on? I'll sit down and watch it, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like it's one of those type of movies. Um, like I said, this movie's based on a true story, quote unquote. Uh, Kurt Hope is about uh Coach Herman Boone, who is a uh black coach at a recently uh racially integrated high school in Virginia. It like it like it's like so much so pretty much like we follow like his struggles of uh coaching an interracial team in the south pretty much is what we're doing uh like because like the, the like i said the team is racially integrated like so it's like uh black players playing with white players um the movie starts off in 1981 at this like random funeral uh we don't know who the funeral is for uh, it's pretty much, it, it's pretty much, uh, foreshadowing for something that happens later on in the film. Uh, but we are quickly, like, transferred back 10 years to 1971. Uh, like I said, Denzel Washington is the lead, and he plays the main character, uh, Coach, uh, Coach Boone. And, like I said, Denzel Washington is just doing Denzel Washington things, and he's amazing at it, you know? <laughs> You know, I like. What do you want me? What do you want me to say? Like he's he's one of the greatest actors of all time. I was like, and like I said, this is the movie that made me realize that I was like, this guy is the greatest actor of all time. You know, <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever done any. Have I even done any Denzel Washington movies before this? I think this might be my first Denzel Washington movie. Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to go back through my archive, but. I just want to give Denzel's flowers. I want to give Denzel's props, you know, because, uh, you know, like he's, you know, I, I hate to jinx him, but he ain't got that much time left, you know, you know, like he's 65, like 65 is, 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 is when the clock starts ticking on, on you, but, uh, you know, like, I just want to get, I just want to get that man his flowers while he's still alive, man, like he's, he is the greatest actor of all time, man, he's, fucking good you know everything he's in he he, he gives 110 percent. he's he's that fucking good but uh um this movie also has like a lot of like future stars in it like at least a lot of actors that are like still working to this day you you a lot of the the, the, the guys that play the kids on the football team you're like hey man i remember that dude you know like a lot of them are still working today uh ryan goslin is in this movie who's probably the big probably uh he is the biggest the biggest success story in this movie because like man if you watch this movie in 2000 like go back if you don't know if you didn't know anything about ryan gosling today how big of a fucking megastar he was gonna become like oscar award went like not oscar award winning but academy award nominated actor you know, just super, this is a superstar. Um, you would have, you would have never thought that that would have happened with this movie. You would have never like watching this movie in two thousand. Uh, like, I don't think anyone would have uh, bet money that the goofy blonde kid from this movie was gonna be a huge megastar. You know, <laughs> you know, because he's goofy in this movie. He's really fucking goofy and stupid in this movie. <laughs> like, he's not even like a big. He's not even like a big um part of the movie. He's like a background character in this movie, really. Uh he's just he's just there to do goofy shit. 
<laughs> that's all he does in the movie. He just does goofy shit. He just does goofy shit and starts like he's always dancing. <laughs> Every time they put the camera on on Ryan, uh, guys, I almost called him Ryan Reynolds. Goddamn, there's too many Ryans in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> You know, every time they put the the camera on Ryan Gosling, he's like always doing goofy shit and dancing. That's that's his character. Um, and, and playing football. That's it. Like he goofy, he dance, and he play football. That's it. Uh, <laughs> he ain't got his character ain't got no emotional weight at all in this movie. But he's the dude. Out of all the actors in this movie, all, all the actors that played the, 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 the football players in this movie, he's the one that got the fucking big career. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to me to think about that. Um, My arch rival, Wood Harris, is in this movie. <laughs> I would stop. I would stop that because I don't, I don't hate that dude. I'm joking. I like I like Wood Harris, actually. I think he's actually he's actually a pretty good actor, you know? Uh, he's good in this movie too. Um, he's really good in this movie. Uh, I think he's good in a lot of other things too. It's just his character. His character in, um, in Above the Rim just pissed me the fuck off, man. You know, <laughs> I hate that fucking character, bro. <laughs> go listen to my Above the Rim. Uh, go listen to my Above the Rim review, and you'll know the vehement hatred that I have for Wood Harris's character, not Wood Harris. But Wood Harris's character in that movie, you know. <laughs> but I think he's a great actor. If you want to see some of his greatest acting, some great acting from him, uh, the on uh, Winning Time on HBO, he plays uh Spitzer Haywood on there, and he's really good as Spencer Haywood on Winning Time. Like, go check that out if you want to. If you want to check out some great Wood Harris acting, um. But yeah, man, like he's in this movie. He looks fucking thirty in this movie. <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of the the, the the people in this movie that are playing teenagers, they look thirty. Like you got a bunch of thirty year olds playing teenagers. Uh, like you look at these motherfuckers and you're like, these motherfuckers got a wife and kids. They got a house to pay for. Uh, you know, you know. <laughs> That's, what you, that's how you look at these motherfuckers. I'm like, this, I know for damn sure that motherfucker ain't 16. You know? <laughs> you know? Because you got, cause you got uh, like I said, you got Wood Harris. He look old as fuck. Uh, you got Donald Faison in here. That motherfucker's been playing, that motherfucker's been playing a teenager since like 1989. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> he, fi- he finally evolved with Scrubs. He finally, they finally let him be a grown man. <laughs> In scrubs, you know, like I was like Donald Faze, I was like Donald Faze on, but damn sure ain't no goddamn teenager, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> like Wood Harris ain't no goddamn teenager, uh, you know. <laughs> I was like that shit was funny to me. The youngest one was Ryan Gosling, I think. I think Ryan Gosling probably was the only one, if not a teenager, he was just coming out of being a teenager, you know. <laughs> so, Cause I think he's like he's like he's a millennial. I think he was born in the '80s, so <laughs> Ryan Gosling like the early '80s. But um, yeah, it was like he's he's like the only one I'll be like, yeah, I don't think that guy's a teenager. But uh, but the rest of them, nah. Um, you got a young uh, Hayden Pettieri or Hayden Panettieri. I'm butchering her name. I could never say her last name right. <laughs> you got a young Hayden Panettieri. 
in this movie. Uh, she plays uh, Cheryl Yost, who's uh, the, 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 the coach. Uh, who I will get to, I will get to the, 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 the white coach later in the movie. Uh, I will get in later in this review. Uh, she plays Cheryl Yost. It was like a uh, Bill Yost. He's the coach. Uh, she plays his uh, daughter. She's pretty much like the, 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 the cute, the cute, like precocious kid with attitude. That's pretty much her thing. And she's like a tomboy. She's really into football. Uh, this movie uh, neglects because, like, there's a um, there's a where are they now at the end of the of the movie. I'm I'm just shooting back and forth. Uh, there's a where are they now at the at the end of the movie. This movie neglects to mention that Cheryl Yost died in 1996. Yo, so Cheryl Yost, Cheryl Yost is dead. Uh, and they got her because they they have her uh, 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 voiceover narration of Cheryl Yost uh, throughout this movie. Like it's like you're seeing this movie. It's like you're seeing this movie through Cheryl Yost's eyes, uh, played by uh, Hay- uh, Hayden Pinatieri. Uh, but as but she's uh, uh, grown up. But they they failed to mention that she died. You know she died in 1996. So. She wasn't even alive to see this movie. Uh, I think she died. She died of like a sudden like heart attack or something. Uh, and I, it just came out of nowhere. I think it was like there. I, I, I read about it. I read up about it. It was like it, 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 it's a sudden heart attack. A sudden heart attack took her out uh, at a young age too. I think she was like thirty four. She was like thirty four years old, and like it just came out of nowhere and took her suddenly uh but yeah but like they don't they don't mention that in the movie they don't mention that in the movie at all uh at the end of the movie uh but yeah man like that but like yeah that's cheryl cheryl yost's character is just she's like just the, the little precocious cute kid with an attitude and like she she's really into football and all this stuff you know uh i look back at that character now and i'm like it's not really a, 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 a character with a lot of weight, you know. <laughs> you know, what I mean? uh, like you could you look kind of look back at it. And she's barely even in the movie, you know. She's barely in the movie. Um, the standout, the standout actor for me here is uh, Ryan Hurst, who plays Jerry Bertier. Uh, like he's kind of like the lead white kid in the movie. Uh, like he's he's a he's a really he's a really interesting character. Jerry Bertier is a really interesting character. Uh, Jerry Bertier is actually a real dude. Like I say, based on the true story. And like uh, Ryan Hurst, Ryan Hurst actually gives this character a lot of depth. He does his damnedest to make you feel this character. And it's kind of sad because like out of all the guys in this movie, I really thought this guy was going to be the huge star. Like. But that didn't happen for him. Like, I really thought that Ryan Hurst was going to be the guy uh, that, uh, that that broke out and he was going to be the huge megastar. Uh, uh, and not Ryan Gosling, <laughs> of all people. I didn't think that Ryan Gosling was going to be shit. Because before this, I've seen him in other things before this. Because, like, before this, he was on a show called um, uh, Breaker High. I think it was called, was that the, the, there was a show, like, on a boat. I think even uh what's her name uh who's married to uh Jeffrey Wright 
was on that show. Uh, God dang it. Uh, the pretty black girl. The pretty black girl. Shit, the British black girl. God damn it. She's in a lot of shit, too. And she's good. She's a good actress. Uh, Carmen and Jogo. Carmen and Jogo. She was on that show. She was on Breaker High. Uh, you know? <laughs> uh, God dang it. Yeah, and like she was on that show too. I remember Breaker High. It used to come on like UPN, and like on like fucking Sunday, like a Sunday morning. It was like a Sunday morning show. It was like a Sunday morning show for kids. And like he was on that. Uh, he did Young Hercules, which was like a like Saban. I think Saban was behind that show. Uh, that was on Fox Kids. That show lasted like half a season, I think. Like he played Hercules. A young Hercules. Uh, I think there was like rumors that he was going to be a fucking Power Ranger <laughs> after that. Because like he was under Saban. You know, so, like he was like, I think there was rumors that like Ryan Gosling. It's like Saban liked Ryan Gosling and he wanted to make him a Power Ranger. But Ryan Gosling said, fuck that. I ain't getting stuck in this shit. <laughs> it's not so much a thing now with the Power Rangers. But back then. Like being like being a Power Ranger, and I say this as a Power Ranger fan. I'm going on a Power Ranger rant right now. <laughs> like I say this as a Power Ranger fan, but back in the day, being a Power Ranger was kind of a death sentence. You know, uh, like now is not like you could become a Power Ranger and actually go on to do some real acting. <laughs> you know, so like there's a lot of uh, Power Ranger actors that have gone on to go do real shit. Uh, like that girl from iZombie, she was a Power Ranger. Um, uh, my man, uh, my man Ika Darville's doing well. He was on, um, he was on Jessica Jones. Uh, he does, like, I think he did, like, Spar- he was, like, on that Spartacus show, I think, Blood and Sand. I think he did that. He's, like, the black guy. Um, like, he was the Red Ranger on, uh, Power Rangers. Both of them were on Power Rangers RPM, actually. She was the Yellow Ranger on Power Rangers RPM. He was the Red Ranger on Power Rangers RPM. Uh, like, but like, yeah, like, uh, the girl that played the, uh, I see the girl that played the, the black girl that played the pink ranger on, uh, Dino Charge, like, she does a lot of good acting, she does a lot of acting still, like, I see her in a lot of shit, um, because, like, the biggest success story, the, the two biggest success stories before that were, uh, Amy Jo Johnson, because she got on Felicity, <laughs> you know, like, after Power Rangers, and, uh, Keith Robinson, uh, he was the, he who played the Green Ranger on, uh, Lightspeed Rescue, he, um, he went on to do a lot of good acting, he was in Dreamgirls, you know, <laughs> I saw that dude in Dreamgirls, and I was like, yo, man, he made it, oh, you know, <laughs> when I saw him in Dreamgirls, I was like, yeah, he, he, he broke the curse, uh, it, like, he's in, he does a lot, he does a lot of acting, he, like, he's, he's, he's out there, um, but yeah, man, but back then, like, being a Power Ranger, like, was, was hard to shake off, so Ryan Gosling kind of dodged that bullet, you know, <laughs> like, you know, because, <laughs> like, he was almost, he was almost a fucking Power Ranger, <laughs> and he said, nah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but yeah, Ryan Hurst, Ryan Hurst, let's go back to Ryan Hurst, uh, Ryan Hurst, I thought that dude was gonna be a star, man. I really did. Like he did go on to be on Sons of Anarchy. He played um Jax's uh friend, uh the guy, the big dude with the with the beard. Uh 
he played that guy, he, like, he played that guy, like, he's, he's still a frequently working actor, like, he does mostly, like, television work and voiceover work now, but, like, I really thought, I really thought it was gonna work, like, he was gonna, it is working out for him, because he's still a working actor, he's still making money, which is a blessing, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, that, that's just a blessing in itself, to be just a working actor, you know, um, and still, you still get work, you know, but, I thought he had I thought he had more things to offer. I thought he had other things in store for him. But that just didn't happen for him. Um let's talk about the racism in this movie. <laughs> they, like this this is supposed to be 1971 in Virginia. Uh I think Alexandria, Virginia, of all places. Cause I've been to Alexandria, Virginia. Uh and it's kind of a it's real like the time I was there, I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't live there now. So anybody that lives in Alexandria, Virginia, and call like they like bullshit, you know. But the time I was in Alexandria, Virginia, uh, it was pretty progressive, you know. Like it was a pretty, it was a pretty chill, laid back town, you know. Uh, the time I was there, like I said, I'm only judging from my experience there. But apparently it was super fucking racist in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> apparently it was super fucking racist in the 70s. And uh I was I went there as a teenager, you know, <laughs> you know in 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 like the late 90s, early 2000s. So uh around 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 the time this movie came out. So uh I think it was after though, so after this movie came out, so I was like, I had already been, so, <laughs> no, it was before this movie came out, is when I went, and so, like, I had already been, so, like, I'm looking at it, I was like, yeah, I went there, it's pretty cool to me, but, um, and I'm a black dude, so, you know, so, <laughs> but, um, but I was also there with my family, so, you know, you have different experiences when you're with your family, um, but yeah, let's talk about the racism, uh, they get most of the racism out of the way in like the first 15 minutes. They sprinkle a little bit of racism every now and again in the movie, you know, but it's not a lot, you know, like they, a lot of the racism is just like surface level racism. It's like, oh, you like they say coon a couple of times. Uh, this is not going on TikTok. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh it was like, cause. They don't like racial slurs on TikTok, but uh, even though I'm a black dude saying it, but um, I, I guess they don't know that. But um, but yeah, they say coon a couple of times. Uh, they don't say nigger at all. You would think a movie about racism in the '70s in the South, you would hear nigger, but they don't say nigger. Um, they don't say it at all. Uh, so, like, the only word you hear is coon. <laughs> That's the only word you hear. Uh, and, like, it's just, like, it's just like surface, it's, like, surface-level racism. They don't get real nasty with the racism. I'm like, it is a Disney film. You know, it's a Walt Disney movie. So, they're not gonna get, they're not gonna get, like, super racist with it. You know, there is one kid in this movie, man. There's one kid in this movie that's, like, super racist to the point to where it's almost comical. You know, uh, this kid named Ray. I think he's played by he's played by uh, uh, an actor named Burgess. I, I hope I don't get his name wrong. Burgess Jenkins. I think that's his name. 
but like he plays a character named he plays one of the, the the white kids named Ray, and he's just super fucking racist. And uh, he's on the football team, and like he's supposed to be uh, Jerry Bertier's uh, best friend. Uh, and then they start to, they start to grow apart because Jerry starts to accept the black guys, and Ray still doesn't. Uh, you know, like Ray's still fucking racist to the core. Jerry starts to soften up. And like starts to like hang out with the black kids and you know chill with the black kids, um, but Ray is just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking nigger lover? You know, like pretty much. That's pretty much how he looks at Jerry after a while, um, you know. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I feel sorry for that guy, man. <laughs> like, I feel sorry for the guy that played Ray because he looks like a fucking racist. You know, <laughs> I feel sorry to go for the casting call. To be the racist kid and remember the Titans, you know? <laughs> how did that go? Uh, how the how the fuck did that go? Cause like he looks like a racist. Cause I've seen pictures of him. I've seen like pictures of him today, and he still looks like that. He looks like just to have the look of a fucking racist has got to be hard on his acting career, you know? And he was probably like happy. Uh, he got a role and shit. He got the role. He probably told his family. Um, probably told his family like, "Hey, I'm doing a movie with Denzel Washington." It's like for real. They're like, "Really? What? Wow! You gotta be in a movie with Denzel Washington? Who are you playing?" They're like, "I'm playing the racist kid." <laughs> You're like, "Oh, They're like, okay." <laughs> you know, that has to be. I feel sorry for actors that have to play racists. You know, and they're. I don't know if they're racist, racist or not. You know, but like if you're not a racist, racist playing a racist, I feel sorry for you. You know, I always feel sorry for those characters. I'm like, damn, man, because like people gonna hate you for the rest of your goddamn career because they think you really that dude. You know, they think you really that dude. Who knows? Who knows how much hate, how much hate mail, how much hatred that guy gets, you know, just for playing a, a racist. You know, who knows? And he's probably like, dude, I'm not really racist. You know, <laughs> it was a character. But yeah, man, uh, that kid, that 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 character is kind of funny to me. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry for him. We also have the um, the typical white savior character played by Will Patton. Like I said, he plays Bill Yost, who is the assistant coach, and Cheryl Yost's uh, father. Uh, you know. You can't have a movie about racism without a good, pure white person to make the white people in the audience feel good about themselves. And I'm going to talk more about that a little bit later. Um, because uh, he get, he get, he kind of gets called out for that in the movie. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, halfway through the movie, we meet Sunshine. Ronnie Bass, played by Kip Perdue. Who, like, I remember Kip Perdue. I remember... In the early 2000s, they were trying to push the hell out of him, you know, as a as a as a bankable uh, leading man. <laughs> they were pushing the hell out of Kip Purdue. Like that dude was in everything in the early 2000s. Name something from like 2000 to like 2005, and Kip Purdue was probably in it. You know, <laughs> like he was in a lot of shit. And then after that, he just kind of fizzled out. Like I don't even know if he acts anymore. You know, I don't. I don't even know if I'm. I haven't seen him. He probably looks different. He's probably a little bit older. I don't know, but like, and he's probably been in shit that I don't watch. But I haven't seen him. 
in a lot. I mean, like, in this movie, like, he's serviceable. You know, he's not the greatest actor, but he's not terrible. You know, he's not the, he's, he's not, he's not a terrible actor. He's just okay. He does good for what the character is, uh, is for, you know, like he just, he just does that. He just does what the character's supposed to do. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all. Uh, like the bulk of this movie is really revolves. Like it really revolves around, uh, the blooming friendship between Julius and, uh, Jerry Julius played by a uh, Wood Harris and a uh, Jerry Bertier played by, um, Ryan Hurst. Like they do have great chemistry together. I'm not going to lie. Like they have great chemistry together. Like, you really believe their friendship. You really believe that these guys are good friends. You know, and it's actually my favorite part of the movie. It's actually my favorite part of the uh, the movie is uh, the friendship between uh, Julius and Jerry. You know, because, like, it, it seems really genuine, you know. And it probably was genuine in real life. I heard they were really close friends uh, before something happened. Uh, you know, like, they were really close friends. Um, like, in real life, they were really close. But, um... Yeah, but like, yeah, that's actually my favorite part of the movie. Um, a lot of a lot of the cast have great chemistry. Like that's, like I said, like my favorite part of the movie is like the chemistry between the kids, the quote unquote kids. You know, like they're the, they're the highlight of the movie, the football the football players. Um, because like Denzel kind of plays the background. He's good. He's good. So he's like he's got like his subtle things that he does that just like yo man that dude's fucking amazing you know but like he's he most of them for the most part he plays the background it's really about the football the football players um this is what i'm talking about i do like how coach boone calls out will Patton's character for being a white savior i like that because um boone calls out yost for being uh soft on the black players you know, because, like, uh, Petey, played by Donald Faison, he's kind of soft, you know, like, in the movie. But in real life, I heard that Petey Jones was the, the hardest dude in on the football team, you know? So, <laughs> I was just like, that's what I heard. That's what I read. It was like, even like Coach Boone said, like, he he, he, he admired Petey Jones for his toughness. But in this movie, they kind of make him really fucking soft, you know? <laughs> that's how Donald Faison plays him. Uh... But like, uh, like Petey, like Petey's like really soft, and uh, Coach Yost like coddles him a lot, you know. Like, and Boone calls him out on that. He was like, "Why you coddling Petey? You know, like why you, why you, why you softening him? Why you babying him? You know, like you don't do that. You don't do that with Jerry. You know, like you don't do that with uh, you don't do that with Sunshine. You know, you don't do that with uh." With my other dude, Louis Elastic, you know, like the big, the, like the big fat, well, like oh, the big fat white guy, <laughs> uh, who got in shape. Good for him, man. Like that dude is buff now. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, he was talking about like you don't do that with Louis Elastic, you know, like you don't do that with any other any other white boys. Oh yeah, uh, Allen, uh, played by Ryan Gosling. He was talking about Ryan Gosling. You don't do that with Ryan Gosling's character. You don't pull him aside and baby him and hug him and tell him it's gonna be okay and pat him on the head. You're like you only do that with Petey, and you only do that with the other black players. He was saying, he like, he like, he, and he was pretty much telling him that you shouldn't coddle, like you can't coddle a black man. 
you know, because the because the world is hardest on him the most. You know, it was like he was because he was telling him he was telling him like the world ain't gonna coddle him, so you should stop coddling him. You know, so that was that was that, and it needed to be said. Like it just just cut that it just cut that white savior uh it just cut that white savior shit out. You know, <laughs> like. And like even Sunshine gets put in his place for like his obliviousness to racism. Petey puts him in his place about that. Uh, so like there is some nuance to this movie, you know. But for the most part, this movie is about about unity, about unity between black and white in the South. Like the only thing I don't like about these types of movies that irks me a lot is like in order for there to be unity, like they have to make black people docile. You know, like we have to be the ones that compromise and not the white people, you know, so like like we have to come around to them. They don't come around to us. And I don't like that shit. You know, like fuck that. Uh, you know, that was on that was that was that was my soapbox for that. Um Jerry gets in a car accident. Jerry gets in a car accident and he's uh paralyzed, so like his football career is over. Like he's paralyzed from the waist down. And he, he can't play football no more. And after that, there's really there really isn't anything to talk about. It's like they playing the foot they playing the state championship for Jerry, you know, like in honor of Jerry and all that stuff. And like they win and that's it. Uh, other than that, like we find out like well because like we find out that the funeral funeral that we see at the beginning is for Jerry. Like Jerry Pertier passed away. Like he got in another car accident uh, with a drunk driver and died this time. And he died so young. It was that was sad. Like he died young too. I think he died at like 28. He's only like 28 years old. And he passed away. But yeah, man, that sucks, man. That was that was that's sad. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, I got there's nothing else to really talk about. I st- I still enjoy this movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie to watch with your family. You know, like the, the 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 cast is great, the acting's great. There's some historical accuracies that you know didn't happen and didn't happen quite that way. Like I said, they totally they totally don't acknowledge the fact that Cheryl Yost is dead. Like she she passed away. They talk about everybody else at the end and what they're doing. Uh, they don't talk about Herman Boone getting fired. Uh, that was another that was another big thing because like Herman Boone got fired for uh, abuse because they thought he was abusive to the uh, to the players and like he actually got fired so because um, like the whole the whole uh, plot of the movie is like if he doesn't win all his games he's gonna get fired you know but like he went on his game he won all his games and uh, he got to be the coach but then like he got fired for uh, uh, misconduct. And, uh, abuse, being abusive to the players, so uh, you know, so they didn't, they don't talk about that, you know, <laughs> they don't talk about that at all because we're supposed to be rooting for this dude. Um, and like I said, they don't talk about uh, Cheryl Yost passing passing away. Um, uh, Jerry Bertier, uh they talk. I think they they don't talk about Jerry Bertier. Uh No, they don't talk about Ronnie Bass. Ronnie Bass was because uh, like. I think Ronnie Bass was talking about how he was betrayed in the movie as Sunshine, and he was and he was pretty much saying like he was like my hair wasn't that long. <laughs> he said, and there's a scene where like they say he kissed Jerry Bertier. He was like that never happened. <laughs> he was like he was like I never kissed that man. 
He was like, he was like, they just put that in the movie for effect. I was like, that never happened. Uh, he was like, because they tried to portray him as gay. And, which I think, like, looking back, I was like, well, that's kind of fucked up. Because uh, he has long hair and he's from California. He's gay. Like, come on, bro. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, that shit never happened. But, yeah. Like I said, good movie. Still good movie. Holds up. Uh, like I said, the only thing I don't like is uh, how they make the, the black guys kind of docile in order for the white guys to come around and them and be their friends and shit like that. I don't like that shit. Like, I'm going to be me no matter what. You know, like, I ain't gonna change for you, you know, you know, I ain't gonna change for nobody, you know, like, if you don't like me, you don't like me, if you like me, cool, we could chop it up, we could break bread, we could be cool, you know, like, whatever, but yeah, man, that's the only thing I don't like, which, that's the only reason I'm, um, knock this score down from a five out of five to a four out of five, so I give it a four out of five, good movie, uh, join me next week. When I'm gonna, I'm gonna have fun talking about this one. <laughs> I'm gonna have real fun talking about this one. Join me next week when I talk about 2002's Josie and the Pussycats. Yes, there is a Josie and the Pussycats movie. For those that don't know, but until next time, peace. <laughs>